Rise above, train hard, dream big. The RTD Podcast with Tam and Dez. One of the biggest mistakes you can make is putting your health goals on pause when you travel or go on vacation. To just disregard fitness and nutrition and say, eh, I'll pick it up when I get back. No, we're not going to do that. So today I'm going to give you five, maybe six of my biggest travel hacks to help you stay on track and not throw you off your game so you can get to your goals quicker. And please remember, if you're getting value out of the Rise Train Dream podcast, please share these episodes out to your social media, tag either me or Tam, and remember to follow the podcast. We've got a lot coming down the pipe and we appreciate you all. So follow us up and stay tuned for some big guests coming soon. Now let's get into it. What is going on, everyone? It is Des, and I am sitting here recording this podcast in the Calgary airport at 12.35 a.m., so, you know, just past midnight. I thought, what better time and situation to record a podcast? But, you know, what else are you going to do when you've got a layover until 4 a.m. in the morning? So if you hear these weird noises in the background, that's because somebody is skateboarding down, um, you know, those moving escalator, flat escalator ramps. I didn't know that was allowed. Anyway, moving on. So I just want to point out that this is probably one of the most uncomfortable things I have done in a while. Um, You know, there's people coming and going on flights, walking by me, people sleeping near me, you know, employees walking around. And if you know me, you know, I can typically not be the most outgoing individual on the planet. But you know, I'm working on that trying to change that. So I heard this. I don't know. I, I was listening to a podcast the other day. And I was listening to this girl and something she said in it just hit home with me and stuck. She was talking about, you know, building undeniable confidence, Um, something that I have struggled with in the past. And I think we all do. We struggle with confidence. Um, But she said that courage breeds confidence. And that just hit me like a freight train. I'm like, you are absolutely true. Like that is absolutely 100% true that you have got to be a little bit courageous at times if you want to build undeniable confidence. So that's what I'm doing here. I am in what I would say is kind of like an awkward situation. People looking at me who I'm talking to, but I'm just talking to my phone bringing our listeners another podcast. Um, Unfortunately, it was a little bit later this week because the week got away from me and Tam. Um, Things got a little bit busy, life. All of those things are just excuses. Um, Plus, I was traveling. So whatever, we're here and we're going to do it. So what I wanted to talk about today is pausing your fitness when you travel or go on holidays. Okay, straight up, guys, this is one of the stupidest things I think people can do. Um, And why do I think that is? Well, because it 
you know, breaks your consistency. If you've been going super consistent for, let's just say six months or, you know, eight months even, and then you're going on like a two week holiday and you're like, eh, screw it. I'll pick it up when I get back. I'm going to tell you right now, it's, it becomes increasingly more difficult if you keep doing that. Like say you go on a trip or a couple trips every year, it gets more difficult each time to get back into the swing of things. Like usually you go drink your face off, you eat too much food, you feel like garbage and yeah, it just, you know, sets you back and it doesn't have to be that way. Um, so one of the things I've seen sometimes that I think is a little bit overkill and ridiculous, and I'm never going to tell you guys to do this is sometimes I've seen coaches or even people that are on prep. And I do understand that, you know, when you're in a physique sport that it does take dedication and commitment, but you know, they go on a road trip or something like that. And they have this whole cooler of food and they're, you know, telling people on the internet, like, if you want results, you need to be prepared and you need to do this. And it's like, bitch, I am not making 20 Tupperware containers of food, a huge cooler, getting a bunch of ice and packing it with me, like calm the hell down. Like there's other ways to do this that are not so excessive. Um, because here's the truth too, about prepped meals they really only have like a shelf life of three, maybe four days, and then they lose their palatability. Um, Like I was that hardcore prepper and like they just don't taste good by day number four. So let's not get carried away, but let's jump right into it. Um, So number one, and so before I even start this, I work with a lot of people who own their own business. A lot of my in-person clientele are business owners, so they travel a lot for work. Um, You know, a lot of them have that extra cash to go on holidays. And so I work very closely with people that live this lifestyle. So that's why I feel like I can give people a really good outlook on this. And I will um, give some, you know, client situations that relate. So anyway, let's jump into it. Number one, be dialed in leading up to your trip. So usually you know if you're going on a trip, like it's not spur of the moment, last minute thing, unless you're one of those people that's like, fuck it, I feel like going to Bali for the weekend. And I mean, if you have the funds to do that, awesome. I wish to be in your position one day, but most of us know when we're going to go somewhere, um, you know, a couple, at least a couple months ahead, right? A lot of us will book even like six months in advance for, you know, a Mexico trip. So in knowing that, be dialed in leading up to that. You know, if you want to feel good when you go to the beach or, you know, you want to rock that bikini, you know, be completely dialed in like maybe this would be a time to do a little bit of a cut but you know be consistent with your workouts knowing that this date is coming up um you know get your workouts in start adding in a little bit of cardio you know up your steps and just have that nutrition part dialed in this is what i tell i will not tell this is what i have all of my clients do 
before they're going on a big trip. And it's something that I ask actually weekly on my check-ins. I say, do you have any big, you know, events, outings or trips planned in the next while? Because I want to know so we can have everything, you know, like completely dialed in. I'm using that word too much, but whatever. Um, so there's not any regret when you do go and maybe you eat a little more than usual or you drink a little bit, right? So I say leading up to that, you know, a month, two months out, eight weeks, just have everything in check so you can go on that week, 10-day trip and, you know, feel awesome about it. So number one is just be dialed in leading up to it. Number two, walk everywhere you can and focus on steps. So this is another one where I see people be a little bit overkill and it seems to always be coaches where they're like, if you want the goals, you got to be committed, no excuses, like find a gym. And it's like, okay, well, you know, that's not always possible. And, you know, if you're going to a new country or something, who says you really want to be in a gym? Like, okay, us coaches that are fitness freaks, we like to gym hop and check out new gyms, but we're weird. And, you know, if you're into that too, I highly suggest, you know, check out a few cool gyms while you're in the area. But, you know, it's not necessary for everybody to go find a gym and make sure you're hitting your workouts every single day. I tell people, walk everywhere you can. Focus on your steps. So, like, this is as simple as if you're getting coffee in the morning, um, going for lunch or dinner, or if you're just going to a different destination. So if you're on a work trip, right, and everyone's going golfing, I don't know, right? Maybe don't rent the cart. I know you'll probably be that odd person out when you're like, hey, guys, let's walk the course. Everyone will look at you and be like, uh, bro, how about no? And then you'll be smashing back butt lights later. I don't know. Do people drink that when golfing? I don't know much about golf. I fucking suck at it, but apparently I have to do it in September. So if anybody wants to help me get better at my golf game, please reach out and uh, let me know. But total side note on that one. But seriously, walk everywhere and focus on your steps. Um, you know, try, I think all of us have some kind of step tracking app by now, whether it's our phones or, you know, watches um, you know, try to aim for 10,000 and above. I would say even try and be like 15,000 and above, right? Just walk everywhere that's possible. And, you know, if you are going for business, you know, go for a walk between meetings. So if you're going to be in and out of meetings or you're at like a conference or something like that, you know, just go for a stroll. Don't just sit there and do nothing. Um, go for a little walk, stretch your legs, things like that. Um, so one of my clients, he is in LA frequently for business. And I remember one time he sent me a photo of him running on Venice beach and he's like, got to run in today. And then I had a beer after and I'm like, okay, you know what? This is balance. I'm happy. I'm like, at least it ha was it 5k, you know, cause at least 5k would you know, maybe I guess offset if we want to use that term, the beer. Uh, he's like, you know what? Actually, it was more like 8 to 10K. I'm like, all right, good job, right? So it's like simple things like that. 
you know, he's there for five days. He got a couple runs in on Venice Beach. Like, that's awesome. I know I, the couple times I went to Miami, running along the boardwalk was awesome. And I get it. Not everybody likes running, but you can walk. Go, you know, enjoy some of these things. Um, I'm going to kind of get into the nutrition stuff in a minute. But on the walking note... Something that a lot of places in the States do now, um, a lot of restaurants have their menu boards outside the restaurant, and a lot of the restaurants are kind of all grouped in one area. Like if you go to Arizona, Scottsdale, like big area of restaurants, like for blocks on end, right? So, okay, fine, drive there. And then take a tour around, check out the menus and, you know, see what you're feeling up for. You get extra steps in and, you know, you get to maybe try a new cuisine and see what there is to offer. Like, you know, get off the phone, get off the apps, walk your ass outside and experience wherever you are. So that's number two, walk everywhere you can. So number three, this one is kind of give or take is do your booking research when it comes to your hotel, resort, or cruise ship. So I remember one of my long-term clients, her and her husband were going on a cruise. I think it took out of, um, like, departed in Miami. And then I think they went across the Mediterranean. I can't remember for sure. But I remember her coming to me and telling me, she's like, oh, guess what? Like, and showing me these pictures um, that her cruise ship had a gym. She's like, so I can still get the workouts in. And she was so excited that there was a gym on the cruise ship. I was actually floored. I'm like, that's what you're excited about? Is there's a gym on your cruise ship? Like, I'd be excited about going to the Mediterranean, but like, you know, that's also awesome. I am here for it. Like, awesome. So they got, um, were able to get workouts in while they were on their holiday. So do your booking research. Anytime that I have gone anywhere for business or pleasure, I always do look that if does the hotel um, I want to stay in, does it have at least something for a gym? Because I'm, you know, I've been doing this for years. I can work with minimal equipment. Um, but just look to see if the hotel has a gym because you can make things work. Like if you're one of my clients, um, I have a whole guide that they have access to that gives you free workouts depending on, you know, what you have. Um, it's been really helpful for everybody, but just, you know, do your research or even, you know, booking an Airbnb that may be closer in the city. So there could be gyms nearby. Buy. Even if it's like a condo type Airbnb, there could be a gym in it. I know me and Tam went to Kelowna, booked one, and it had a pretty nice gym in there. Um, so yeah, just do your booking research. So if you want to get a couple workouts in, then you can. Easy access, you know, good to go. Um, for business people, this is, you know, a huge one. If you're traveling for business, make sure there's one in the hotel or something at least nearby. And another note that I'm just going to group in this one is if you do have a hotel gym is get it done in the AM because let's be real, um, whether we're on vacation or a business, we're probably going to be busy doing things most of the afternoon all night long. So we're not going to want to just randomly stop what we're doing and be like, oh, it's noon. I got to hit the gym. Sorry, guys. Like, no, 
Enjoy your time. Enjoy the experience. Get it done in the a.m. first thing. And it's also going to give you energy and kind of set the tone for the day. Um, and, yeah, you're just going to feel a 100 times better and have that extra energy to go crush whatever you're doing. If it's business or you're going to go do something fun and, you know, drink by the pool, whatever it is. So number three, do your booking research. All right, moving on to number four, hit the grocery store. So whether you're staying in a hotel or an Airbnb, this really isn't applicable to a cruise, unfortunately, but that's kind of like another story. But hit the grocery store. Um, and why I say this is because you can actually save so much money if you buy even just certain things. Like meals out, especially nowadays, are friggin' expensive. I remember when I was just in Arizona in April, you know, a bunch of us coaches went out for dinner. Um, I think we went for sushi. And just my bill, and I, I'm telling you, I didn't eat a ton. Like I maybe had two rolls and I think a drink. And my bill was like, I think 60, no, it was like 70 bucks after the exchange rate. Like, and I was there for, I think like five, six days. Um, actually, no, I was gone for an actual like seven or 10 days because I drove down there. So like that shit gets expensive. So, I mean, you've already spent a lot of money on the trip itself. And if you want to go out and have like fun and do other experiences, like it's going to add up. So why not save money where you can? Um, this is somewhere where I like nailed it out of the park. So I did my booking research. Um, the resort I stayed at came with a kitchenette. Um, it's a great resort. I think it's called the Mirage in Arizona, um, Scottsdale. <laughs> if you're ever there, I highly suggest great pool, great atmosphere. And yeah, kitchenette. So full kitchenette, fridge, stove, um, everything. So I went to Trader Joe's bought groceries so I could have breakfast every morning. Um, cause that's one that I find is just outrageously priced, like 20 bucks for some eggs and toast. Like give me a break. Um, so I went to the grocery store after the exchange rate, I only spent a hundred bucks on groceries. So because most of the time that I was in Arizona, I was in a conference basically from nine to five, um, I made my lunches as well, so I didn't, again, have to spend high-priced money um, because the hotel that the conference was at was kind of top of the line. So, yes, everything price was jacked up. Um, so I made my lunches, I had some snacks, and I made my breakfast, and then dinner was, you know, that was by chance, right? I had probably like two, three dinners out, ate street tacos a lot, and sushi, and enjoyed myself. Um, but yeah, I cooked all of those meals and I spent a hundred bucks. Yes. A hundred bucks after the conversion rate, a hundred bucks on all of the lunches, the breakfasts and the snacks in those like five, six, seven days, whatever I was there. That's a huge money saver. Like we could just do the math right now. If let's see, um, uh, it's early, like I said, or it's late in the day. So pardon me if my math is terrible, but let's say you're there for five days, three meals a day. Um, five times three is 15. So you're 15 in total. 
And then what do we want to say that they are 20 bucks a piece here? Yeah, so what is that? It's almost, it's like what, 200 and, no, $250? 20, like 200, like, okay, you're pushing like $300, close, right? Just for some meals. So let's, yeah, you get my drift. So hit the grocery store, save yourself some money. Um, and when you do, actually, you know what, I'm going to add that in later. Um, another thing too with going out is maybe split an entree or appies with whoever you're with. Um, because especially in the States, portion sizes are massive and it's usually way too much for one person and it's going to put you way over your calorie budget. So maybe again, save some money, split some things, try a couple different appies, right? Um, then you get to actually experience more for less. Um, another point, the other nice thing about cooking some of your own meals is you can stay within your budget and kind of budget for maybe those extra calories later, right? So if you're cooking your own food, you know exactly what's in it, how much it is, and you're not guessing and not completely blowing your budget later. Like, you know that, oh, okay, I'm going to eat a little bit lighter in the day because I'm going to go eat sushi and enjoy myself, or I'm going to sit by the pool all day and have drinks, um, which is going to bring me to my next point here. So number four, hit the grocery store, save yourself some money. And yeah, we don't need to be spending that much. Number five, this one I'm sure is not going to offend people, but you're going to listen to me or you're not. Give yourself a drink limit and make sure you hydrate properly with water. So generally when we are going on vacation, maybe not so much for business, but vacation, there's going to be drinks involved and where we're going is probably going to be warmer climates. So here's the thing. If you're drinking copious amounts of alcohol, that's going to dehydrate you. Um, you know, maybe if you're not eating proper food, again, your body is going to try and fight back. So it's important that you hydrate properly. So I always say like, instead of double fisting margaritas, have a water in the other hand, you know, double fist, but make one of those drinks water. Um, and just give yourself a drink limit. Like this is something I've never really understood about drinking. And maybe it's cause I've never, you know, been a big drinker my entire life, but I just don't understand getting, you know, super wasted, not remembering what happened and, you know, waking up the next day, like, that just doesn't seem fun or appealing to me. Like, if you're paying all this money to go to a new place, like, experience it and be present in the moment. Don't be that drunk asshole that everybody has to take care of. Like, look, I get it. Drinking can be fun. I remember going to Vegas and <laughs> staying at the MGM Grand and, you know, being in that huge, massive pool. If you've never gone there, it's like has a lazy river and you can literally just sit in a tube all day and get absolutely effed up because you can buy these like massive slushy drinks and just keep getting refills and the refills are cheaper than the original 
And yeah, it, you know, one thing leads to another and then all of a sudden you don't remember what day or time or what your name is. Um, I get it. But to me, that's also like not fun. Like I want to remember what I did. I want to remember the experience. I want to be able to talk about it. Like, Hey, you know, remember that one time we went to Cambodia and, you know, we went to this restaurant and we met these people and instead of yeah, I remember when we went to Cambodia and you passed out and I had to, you know, carry you back through the forest for five kilometers. And, you know, you're the drunk one being like, huh, yeah, no, I don't remember that. Like, don't be that person. Like, experience. Like, life is here for us to experience, you know, not um, drink our faces off and drink our problems away, okay? Um, so just give yourself a drink limit. And also, you know, know that drink calories count. And depending on what you're drinking, you can be anywhere from 90 to 400 calories, like those slushy drinks. Um, and again, like, if you drink all day in the sun and you don't drink any water, you're going to feel like absolute trash the next day. And, you know, good luck wanting to go out and do anything. So that's just my take on that one. Give yourself a drink limit. Number five. Uh, number six, this is kind of going to be like a bonus tip, but go try a fun, out, new fun outdoor activity. Again, like experience where you are. Don't just stick to one, like don't just stick to the resort. So this is something I see. Like people go to Mexico, they stay at the resort the entire time. Like maybe go do an excursion, go horseback riding, go deep sea diving, go fishing, you know, power sports, that's one of my favorite things to do. Like rent sea dues, hell F yes. But go do something fun. You know, I remember when I went to Miami the second time, I legitimately brought a checked bag. Like I could have fit everything that I needed in my carry-on, but I purposely bought, brought a checked bag so I could bring my rollerblades so I could rollerblade the boardwalk. Like just go out and try something new. Try a new outdoor fun activity and, you know, get to experience the country or place that you're in a little bit better. Don't just hide out in the resort and be a drunk asshole falling into the pool. I'm just going to bring that back up. Um, <laughs> the last point I want to make here is things that you can buy. Um, so like grocery store, things that you can buy that are like simple, simple, quick easy that you know can store in a small fridge and just like grab and go so you can stay properly fueled the whole day and just enjoy your trip to the fullest so like already pre-cut fruits and veggies are great protein bars there's so many great ones in the states i really wish i had brought or bought more from trader joe's when i was there um like microwave rice and any kind of pre-cooked meats you know like chicken i've seen pork before even like steak strips uh deli meats even though you know they may not be the greatest in a pinch all right you know cheese snacks um crackers instant oatmeal for the morning egg bites you can actually buy egg bites you can just throw on the microwave um even microwave sausages um and those fair life despite what i hear about the animal cruelty i'm still a fan of them the fair life chocolate or like the protein shakes they're like 26 grams of protein and literally chase like chocolate milk 
get on it. They're great. It's a great quick hit of protein. Um, so yeah, just a couple of things, easy things that you can buy, stock up your fridge and stay properly fueled and not fall off track. Um, yeah, so hopefully these tips could help you. Maybe you'll take them, maybe you won't. I don't really care, but here's the thing. When it comes to getting to a goal, the biggest component, honestly, I mean, there's a lot of components, but one of the biggest ones is consistency. So if we're always taking breaks and putting it on pause, it is gonna make it way harder for us to get from point A to point B and smash that goal because here's the thing, it is a lifestyle. Um, you don't just get to your goal and then you're good. It's a lifestyle and it continues if you want to sustain those results. So we gotta be consistent. Stop pausing your fitness and nutrition. Find simple ways, you know, to have balance and still enjoy yourself. So there's five tips for you. Um, I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Apparently, maybe I'll have a nap like the other people in this uh, airport right now. But I will check in with you guys next time. I think it's, this is episode 99. I'm thinking we're going to have a guest for episode 100. But uh, you'll have to stay tuned and find out. And remember to follow the podcast on, follow and subscribe the podcast on whatever platform you are listening on. We appreciate you guys so much. We can't believe that we, you know, are still doing this and we are almost at 100 episodes. It's crazy to think. Um, you know, we're almost coming up on year two of having it. So again, appreciate y'all. And I will catch you next week and, you know, get out there, dream big. What's our, what's our slogan? <laughs> Rise up, train hard, dream big. And thanks for tuning in to the Rise Train Dream podcast. Bye. All right. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in and putting up with my odd recording session in the middle of the airport. But you know what? I'm going to use this as a teaching tool and a time to motivate everybody out there. Be courageous. Just get out there and try something that's uncomfortable because doing courageous things and being uncomfortable is ultimately going to lead to your own personal growth. I totally am 100% in support of this. So I want you guys to all get out there and, you know, just level up your lives. But back to the real subject at hand. I really hope that this podcast could help you out and try out some of these tips next time you go on vacation or you're traveling for work. And let me know if they helped or what you think. Share this out to your social media, tag either DHPT Muscle and Strength or Train with Tam. And remember to follow the podcast on whatever platform you're listening on. We appreciate you all and we will catch you next time on Rise Train Dream.